Oh, God. Look. I don't make the rules. The Bronco Henry is hot and picking angry. I'm going to tell you right now. He is hot and tooting mad. He was really hoping for this power of the dog to win the Oscars. Didn't. It was just one of this deaf girl. Anyway, he almost knocked somebody out. It's throwing down. there let me tell you why i just saw a picture i just took a screenshot this is what when i'm telling a story on throwing down this is what i see in my camera i put it in the discord here uh (laughs) and so i got distracted i didn't come in at the right time why are you taking screenshots you were doing the intro i'm just i was minding my own business letting you do the intro yeah Anyway, uh, welcome everyone to uh, another episode of Throwing Down. Uh, you know, you heard a voice there, and I'm going to tell you right now, I cannot do this show alone. The show consists of two people. 50% Joe, 50% Adam Burns, and he is the mouth of the South, the cock from Little Rock, the frown turned upside down from Taunty Town. It's the one and only Adam Burns. Hello, Adam Burns. Hi, Joe. I was so excited to be here today. I was 20 minutes earlier than you were. Oh, that's right. So I called Adam Burns. I have a meeting right at 5 p.m. Pacific. Joe says, I'm so busy, Adam. Can you please do the show earlier for me? Can you please? And you were. I said, mm -hmm. sure. Uh, 3.30. You're right. I will 100% agree. You, for some reason... I walked away from that phone call thinking it was 3.45 p.m. I don't know why, so I did it. That's what time I set up. I even put in the announcements and Discord and everything. I'm a forgiving individual, so I will forgive you, but I may, I may like, you know, toss it in your face a few times. I wish you would toss it in my face. I've wondered what it would be like to have you toss it in my face a few times. I could make some really good jokes right now, but I'm what? not. What exactly would you would have you thought about me tossing in your face? Your cock. Oh, oh yeah. I see. Yeah, and and Aiden would be okay with this. I don't know. Aiden's here right now. Aiden, would you be okay with it if Adam tosses cock in my face? He'll answer right now. Um, so it's like just like slap it upside your face a few times. Is that is that what we're you know? Let me ask you this, Adam Burns. How would you see this going down? Let's say it's Pride 48, Las Vegas. It's the underwear party where famously <laughs> you just wore a little bow tie and nothing else. You'd just be nude. Okay, I'm no, set, I, I'm set I was the, never nude. I was never nude. No, you used to be nude. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I wore this god-awful... Um, this god-awful... I don't even know what to call it. It's like a... A G-string, but the straps go all the way up around your shoulders, and that's all you're wearing. It's like a... I don't know what to call it. It was horrible. I don't know I don't know why I decided to do that that one year, but... Okay, well, let's set the scenario here, Adam Burns. 
It's the underwear party. It's 2015. It's uh, Las Vegas in the presidential suite. Everyone's gone home. Boo Hacker, West Stone, Daniel Brewer. Everyone's gone home. Just me and you were cleaning up, okay? And uh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Oh, Adam, who knew so few people could dirty so many glasses? Oh, I can't do it. No, no, no. I'm not ready for this. I can't do role play. I can't do it. Like, there is there is nothing in me that can do it. I'm not good. I, I don't even know what to say. Well, Joe, sometimes people like things dirty. Oh, you don't say. You look pretty yeah. hot there. You know, earlier I... Uh... I noticed you looking pretty cute there in that little boat. In fact, I thought, you know, he, here at the hotel, here at um, the Excalibur, there's this show called Thunder from Down Under. I thought you were a member of the troupe Thunder from Down Under. And I was like, what is one of the Thunder from Down Under guys doing up here? You want a lap dance? Yeah. <laughs> I got just a song. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, Adam Burns, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, fine. Work is a little stressful, but other than that, I think I'm doing good. I've got two vacations coming up. And uh, so, Mark, and I, is it time for me to tell a story? Because I have one. Wait, I do want to hear the story, but I got to say, I got I to gotta call out something right now. So yeah. before the show, I listened to a voicemail. I'm not going to talk about the voicemail. We'll play it on Drag Race Recap. Adam, uh-huh. I got to tell you, I'm still really shook up from this voicemail. It was from – you think the guy's an asshole, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, – Somebody did not raise him right. Yeah. He said some very nasty things about people on the show. But one of the, his big point, though, is that Taylor and I need to stop bitching about the show. Right, and that, well, he didn't say me and Taylor. And this is the part, and this is the part I want to explore. Is he had a really cute voice, right? <laughs> and I don't want a person with a cute voice and a cute name. His name was Griffin. I don't want a cute guy with a cute name and a cute voice to be mad at me. And he said that we bitch about the number of episodes. Do I bitch about the number of episodes, of Taylor? But Adam, I wish you listened to, uh, uh. The Drag Race recap. Because I don't think I bitch about the number of episodes because I have to do the show every week anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. But the the chat room said it was all Taylor. As long so, as the Taylor uh, as long as they um uh think it's all Taylor, I don't want to be in trouble. That's the thing. I think you're with me here. You don't like to be in trouble, right? Yeah. I I'm surprised that's what you took out of the call. But yeah. uh but yeah, I, I I get what I get what you're throwing down there. Uh yes, I don't like to be in trouble either. That, I don't that's be in trouble. Deckhead in the chat room does make a good point. Because he insulted everybody that's ever been in the history of the show. Right? Basically. Yeah, yeah basically. basically. He went down the, the litany of people and he was uh he but except he skipped over Donna Sugars. Well. Maybe it was Donna. Maybe it was Donna. Maybe Donna was the caller. The one thing I'll say is 
I this is the one thing I'll say about re- recap. No matter who's been the host, me, Daniel, Donna. Uh, in fact, I'll even say I think the show was way more negative when Daniel and Donna were on, or Daniel and Taylor. I think with just me and Taylor, it's actually more positive. I don't know. I can't, I can't say. I, I I don't listen. I, I I'm sure it's a great show. I'm sure it's really great. You've got a, a, you know thousands of listeners, if not more. Yeah. I don't know how many you've got. Well, we don't have so millions. I'm sure it's wonderful. It's going to have to be in the thousands. I'll tell you right now, we don't have a million listeners. I don't want to. I don't usually tell my numbers out there, but I'll say this: not in the millions. All right. So you have two stories you want to tell. Go ahead, Adam Burns. I I just want to. I just I just have to have my head cleared. Two. Wait, did, did you I say, say you had two, two stories? Yeah. No, I said I have a story. Oh, I, I, I was so in my head. I heard two stories. I mean, I can think of two things to talk about, but I never gave you a number. Oh, okay. I just said I have a story, and I don't usually. It's not really a story. I just want to tell you what we did over the weekend. Yeah. So we're trying to do this new thing. We're trying to, you know, keep it, keep the relationship fresh by doing little things like. Um, we do restaurant of the week, you know, we like to travel a lot, but we're trying this new thing and it's, uh, I, there's not really a name for it, but we'll just say like date night mm-hmm. or something, Yeah. but it's not, it's not food. Yeah. So we're trying to, it could include food, mm-hmm. but it's some experience. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. once a month. Yeah. And we take turns. Sure. So he'll pick one one month, and I'll pick one another month. And so, you know, just to give us something else to do and something to look forward to. And this to, is not whatever. a restaurant of the week? No. We okay. still eat every week at a different restaurant. We do that. Mm-hmm. But that's getting boring because we're running out – we're out of restaurants pretty much, so we're just, just all repeat restaurants. You're out – I find that hard to believe. We're – we're pretty much well. We're out of any restaurant that we want to eat at. I'll just uh, okay. say that. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this. We've been together for ten years. Yeah. We've been doing this for probably eight of those ten years. Yeah, but restaurants cl- open and restaurants close. Well, I mean, yeah. And as soon as a new one opens, we get it. But may, uh, now, we, are you limited to Taunty Town, the town where you live in, or will no, you, anywhere in the area? So, will you go to Little Rock? Oh no, 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 not that far. No, oh. it's uh, we stick Rogers. To, yeah, Rogers, Bentonville, Fayetteville. Okay. Tawny Town, Springdale. Okay. Yeah. In the area. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we've been doing this for for a few months and this month was my turn. Mhm. And I decided we were going to try Top Golf. I don't know if you've ever heard of Top Golf, but it's uh the bottom, so no. Okay. Well, it's like bowling mm-hmm. for golf. So wait, it's wait, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll, I'll tell it's you. It's like bowling for well, golf. Okay, I'll, I'll try to explain. Maybe okay. that was a bad analogy. But you All know right. how at a bowling alley, you you go to the bowling alley, you get a lane assigned to you, mm-hmm. you have a video screen there that shows yeah. your score, yeah. a table, you can sure. order food. yeah. And then, you know, there's all of that. So it's like that, but it's a driving range. Oh, is it like almost like video golf? Like they change the course and stuff like that, or? Well, no, no, no. It's it's a real driving range. So there's a big there's a big field with a, okay. a bunch of targets. Yeah. Oh, the targets. Okay. Yeah, targets in the ground. Okay. And a driving range, and they have I don't know ten or fifteen different games that you can play with whoever's in your party. So, okay. yeah, but it's all driving. So you you're trying to get the ball either in a target. 
or the furthest distance or, you know, whatever. And you're getting points mm-hmm. for, you know, wherever you get it. And they have sand traps and all that. And we're not golfers, but I no. just thought, oh, this will be interesting. They have food. We can order food. Wait, you did know, were you under the impression that professional, you had to be a professional golfer to play a game where you go and eat food at a golf that's a converted bowling alley kind of thing? No, but but do you – I mean, golfing is a skill. It is. Especially driving. But yeah. I was thinking – I would say putting or the short game, but okay, go ahead. Children do that, you know, do this, or at least I've been told that children go to Top Golf. So they're – but anyway, we get there. Mm-hmm. So I make a reservation. Yeah. And we get there. And a waitress comes over, and I say, we, we don't know what we're doing. Can you please explain, like, what's mm-hmm. going on here? They have some clubs sitting there. She tells us which ones we should use. She explains the games and the food and the drink and all that. We order something. But the thing about this is, if you're not a golfer, so this happened to Mark and I, although we were a little, we were very nervous. You were very nervous? Yeah, because you're right next to other people. Wait, I like want to make something clear. You know you're not really playing real golf, right? No, I know, but you're right next. Okay, Joe. This is to me. This is like if I went. Oh, I went to my friend's house and they were playing a uh, Guitar Hero, and I got nervous because I'm not a professional musician. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm sure there are some real good golfers that go to this as okay. well. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who. There were so many people there, and yeah. I didn't know who there knew how to play golf and who didn't. Yeah. Sure. When we get there. My first swing, Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rear back. I'm going to drive that thing so far. A swing and a miss. I don't even hit the ball. Have you golfed before ever in your life? <laughs> I mean, a couple of times. Okay. I, I t- my grandfather really was into golf. I got one lesson, mm-hmm. but I was 12. Yeah. No, I, I was 14, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, And so – I'm looking around, seeing if people are li- laughing at me, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm a- finally able to hit it. And then, uh, you know, and then Mark gets up there, and he does the same thing. He first couple of times, he doesn't mm-hmm. even hit the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were just feeling really self conscious. But it was a two hour reservation, so uh, within the first twenty minute, fifteen twenty minutes, I think mm-hmm. we relaxed. Mm-hmm. We ordered some tacos. Uh, you know, I got a little alcoholic beverage. What's in these tacos? And, uh, uh, you, you, you've, you've, uh, you've, you've piqued my interest now. Tell me, about, tell me more about these tacos. Well, I mean, this was a, you know, it's bar food. So it's, it was a carnitas taco. Oh, okay. It was, uh, a soft, it was those small, soft corn tortillas. Yeah. And then, uh, chopped up steak. Okay. With onion and something and cilantro, and then you squeeze a lime over it. You know, I'm going to tell regular... you something. I don't know how good it was. You can take a picture, but that sounds more authentic than most tacos that I hear about. And to hear about that in Arkansas, it's pretty impressive. We have a we have a very large Hispanic population mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Yeah, and uh, that's my favorite kind of taco to get actually when I go to a local Mexican place, mm-hmm. Mexican restaurant. But anyway, uh, so you know, mm-hmm. we did that, and we worked our way into that but and it was fun it was an experience i would probably go back yeah um yeah we had fun and uh i will say the only other thing is those reservations i don't know i don't know if they defaulted to two hours or i did something wrong but they gave and we had fun but driving for two hours Mm-hmm. My shoulders were sore. My wait, arms were sore. <laughs> oh, on the, oh, yeah. Yeah, because there were only two of us. I think you know, you driving a, people, a car. I was like, what? 
No, yeah. you know, whatever you go. Yeah. Driving a golf ball yeah. for two hours. Hitting golf balls for two hours, yeah. Yeah, hitting golf balls for two hours. Not just putting, but I mean trying to get some distance on the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, took a lot out of me. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, no. I mean, I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. And I can tell. I'm going to, so. I think I probably told this story. It might have been on Catching Up, or it might have been a This Job Tense episode or something. But uh, in high school, yours truly was on the golf team. Oh. Yeah, I played golf. And I was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Okay? And then after high school, I never really picked – I mean, here and there, maybe in my college years or my early 20s, I, did, I, I picked up a golf club here and there, but not really. Okay? Yeah. But my brother plays golf regularly, still to this day, okay? And about three or four years ago, definitely before the pandemic, so let's see, about three years ago, maybe more, he calls me and my dad up and he goes, let's go golfing at a local nine-hole executive golf course here, really easy, all par threes, you know? Let's go. And like, okay, so we went. And the first hole, I have, now I haven't played in probably 20 years, right? The first hole, I eat shit. Like, it's awful. It's like a <laughs> rank amateur, right? I'm like, wow, that's 20 years I haven't done this or something, right? And then hole two comes around. I think my body wakes up and goes, oh, we know how to do this. And I play like I was at my best, right? Like, I, I am crushing it, okay? Yeah. Nice round of golf, end of story, right? The end. It took me about two weeks to recover from the pain. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like every muscle in my body was screaming. Okay? And uh, so I totally relate to what you're talking. It uses a lot more muscles than people think. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is related, but yesterday I was trying to put my foot up on my leg. Like... Like you're sitting Indian style, but just half. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting on the couch and you think, oh, I just want to prop my foot up on yeah. my leg. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. My, I, the, the muscle under my butt was so tight. Yeah, it sure was. I couldn't get my leg up. I got a muscle and, to put under your I was, butt. I told I told Mark, I was like, I'm going to have to start doing yoga again. I don't know what's going on. I, I have no flexibility. So I don't know if it was related to – all the the golfing that I did on Sunday, mm-hmm. or I'm just golfing uses almost but... all the muscles in your body. Golfing uses mm-hmm. all the muscles in your body. It's not an it's not an aerobic sport, especially. Right. And that's what the problem. Is. I think a lot of people see pro golfers and they're fat and old. Yeah, but they're taking the golf cart, the motor. Right. But if you walk a golf course and you're still doing this and you're carrying your own bag, that is a workout and a half. I'm gonna tell you. So uh, I I totally get. Anyway, who won? You know, well, it was, we played lots of games because yeah. you, each game is like 20 shots or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Mark won most of them yeah. or, or a larger percentage than I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, Makes sense. so <clears throat> a few years ago, I don't know why I'm telling this whole story here, but I'll tell it here because the whole story is not relevant to this, but I'll tell it anyway. Is a few years ago, my mom was diagnosed with like this neck, like basically her neck was so brittle. The doctor said, like, if she just fell down one time, she could be paralyzed for life. Okay. It was like a simple fall. 
So one of the things that they told her was you can't drive anymore. Oh no, you can't drive. You can't drive while your while your neck is like this. Okay. So it, she was actually supposed to have the surgery to fix her neck at the right when the pandemic started. And she wasn't able, because of the pandemic, to have it, because it was elective surgery, until last October. So she had the surgery last October, and she has recovered. She has healed, right? But she hasn't driven in all that time, you know? So today, she was going to meet a friend that, you know, she used to work with. My mom used to work in the nursing home industry business. And uh, some of the gals that she used to, well, this one gal in particular... That she was going to work with, they were going to have breakfast, and they were going to meet in a nearby town and have breakfast. Okay, but uh, she told my dad, she goes, "I'm going to drive. I know I can drive, but it's been so long. I'm a little afraid." Right. So, so this is literally the first time. First in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years or something. Three or four years. Who knows? Right. And wow. so she might want to practice run well, in a parking what, that, lot. Or that's something. what essentially she was doing. She wanted to follow us. She was afraid. Oh. So she wanted to follow us to the restaurant. So we're like, okay. So this morning my dad and I go, and then we're going to go grab breakfast afterwards. So we do that. No problems. You know, she drives there. She gets there. She's like, bye. And then we left, right? All I just want to know, I, I'm a great storyteller, and that's none of this is relevant. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> okay. So then she comes home, and I go, how was the breakfast? And she goes, that was great. The, the lady, Judy. Judy surprised her and was uh, invited. I guess it used to be like a lunch crew, you know? Uh-huh. And um, and she invited the lunch crew. They were all there waiting for her. They surprised my mom. And my mom was like, oh, my God. So all these you know, four oh, or five nice. old ladies. Yeah. And she goes, and Joe, it was, she goes, it was such an experience. She was, it, and I found out something. And I go, what? And she goes, do you remember that story? And I'm a, I, again, I think I've told this story in Catching Up. I've told this story other places, but I'll tell you now. And my mom was the administrator of the nursing home. That means she hired and she fired a lot of people. And a woman that was fired sued the entire nursing home, claiming that she was fired by the nursing home. Spe- not specifically my mom, but it was like a whole thing. Because she was gay. So they go to court. They're in court, and my mom's on the witness stand, and the lawyer – my mom loves telling the story. You would think it's a few good men, right? And the lawyer is like, well, her lawyer. Now, the her lawyer is cross-examining her, and her lawyer is, well, do you do you know any gay people? And she says, yes. And she goes, and how, how do you know them? And she goes, it's my son. Right. And so yeah. then they immediately call for a recess and then the two lawyers teams, they talk and then they settle out of court. Right. There. <laughs> Boom, you would right? think they would do some research. I know you would think they would do some research, but they didn't. So my mom was telling, so my mom, I guess was read, she was, so I was retelling that story today at breakfast and I go, yeah, cause I have a gay son. And then, um, I'm going to make up names for the other ones. Marsha's like, I have a gay son. And then, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth is like, I have a, a, a gay granddaughter. And then, you know, Monica, she's like, my, 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 uh, my niece is gay. And then Judy said, I've been living with a black man. So we all came out of the closet. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. One of those is not like the other. 
Yeah. Oh, she, goes, she said, she goes, I said, look, well, we've all come out now. And well, first of all, okay. none, none of you have come out. Okay. The other thing is, I don't know if Judy saying that she's been living with a black man for 24 years is really coming. I guess that is coming. Out, but I guess for a bunch of old yeah. ladies, that is a big deal. Yeah. So. I, it's it's very funny when you say it. I, I can see a similarity because I love black people. I being, don't see what that has to do with anything. Okay. Being gay yeah. and having an interracial relationship, both are probably things seen as somewhat taboo yeah. by an older generation. Mm-hmm, true. And so I, I can see in where her mind went, you know – to that place. Yeah, it's a bunch of old ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Adam Burns, uh, we've both told a story. We have. And so that means only one thing. It's time for the cooking segment. This week we cooked the dishes called pork chops with prunes. I think actually it's called savory sweet pork chops with prunes. Open to it right now. Yeah, savory sweet pork chops with prunes. Um, you didn't post a picture because you just didn't, right? And I'm going to tell right. you, that, and I know you accuse me of like taking these like magazine style, like working really hard. I'm going to tell you, I don't really work hard. This is the first time I actually did work hard, okay? And even still, I could not make it look good. I could not make it look good. It looked disgusting. It looked vile. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not an attractive dish. No, it is not an attractive dif- dish I, whatsoever. Uh, I will say because you know I was you tried, you tried so hard and it literally yeah looks like you vomited on a nice plate. It does. It really does. Or like a baby yes. pooped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, since you chose it, I'm going to go first. Okay. I was very mad at you because I want to say for the record, I do not really like heavy dishes. I don't really like cream based dishes. And I was like, I, I was unaware. Oh no. Yeah. I don't like them. And I'm going to make it known next time, but hold on. I was like, fuck this Adam Burns. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Right. And then I was like, and also it looked, it looked, I mean, anything you see cream and prunes. I'm like, that has to be hard. It was surprisingly easy. I was really surprised at how easy it was. Yeah, it was easy. I don't like zesting lemons. I hate it. All don't these you have a microplane? Have lemon zest. No, and I've never... I, I use a grater now. Because I bought some tool that a long time ago that's supposed to be used for zesting. It does not work. And I, I've buy, tried over you're and over one of again. The, you're in the top 1% of Arkansas. Just buy a fucking microplane. I guess like, well, I just use a grater. But it makes... it The, the shavings are a little too big. Yeah, no. But microplane makes it perfect. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking. Yeah. You were so, so it was surprisingly easy. Uh, it came together really quickly. I was surprised by how quickly it comes together. I mean, this is. I don't know why they don't advertise it as such. It's almost a weeknight meal. You know, like you could get it on the table and like probably. The only reason I say 40 minutes is because there's a lot of prep with the ingredients first. There's a big, long mise en place, you know? 
Yeah. But, uh, but once you have those ingredients, it comes together lickety split. And so we got it. It looked disgusting, but I'm going to tell you something. And I have to tell everyone, it was fucking delicious. It was good. Yeah. Well, I, see, I love a cream sauce. Yeah. I will say this. So mm-hmm. my experience was I bought bone-in pork chops a week ago on yeah. my on my grocery day because we take turns buying the groceries. And they and I didn't get it cooked fast enough and they were about to expire, so I had to freeze them. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to take them out of the freezer, and so I needed to buy more pork chops. Mm-hmm. And I could only find the boneless ones, the mm-hmm. little the little boneless ones. They are thick, but for whatever reason, and they just I don't think they were good quality because I I only cooked them to 140, mm-hmm. which is what it called for. Mm-hmm. But they were so tough. Oh, really? I have such a problem with pork, Joe. I cannot. It is hard for me to get pork to be tender. And I, I was sticking that even in the sous vide. Right? Well, in a sous vide, I can. Yeah. I can make it tender in sous vide. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to um, tell you something really for future reference. I saw this hack. I think it might have been even Cook's Illustrated. And I did it because it's so easy, but it actually really works. I don't know why this is not more well known. If you have to defrost something really quickly, put it on cast iron. You'll be huh. surprised. And then just flip it every 20 minutes or something. It'll probably be defrosted like in an hour, especially if I have pork chops. Oh. I don't know why putting it on top of cast iron really helps, but it does. I'll try that. There used to be a you could buy a defrosting, a metal defrosting thing. That you I bet put, you were sort of related, yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I I don't really have. I found the only thing is I I did I again I didn't have a bone in pork chop because they didn't have bone in at the store. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a thick bone in. They had those really. Th- I don't know why they make pork mm-hmm. that's paper thin. It's like shoe leather, no matter yeah, what you do. I know. I, I don't even know why. You, I don't get it either. Uh, so I couldn't. And then I thought I had brandy in the uh, in the pantry, but it was whiskey. Uh-huh. So I had to use whiskey in the place of that. But you couldn't even really taste the alcohol that much because you yeah. you cook it down, you cook it down, like way down. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, I enjoyed it. I would. Uh, Mark liked it. He said it had a really good flavor. Wait, Mark liked it. What? With, oh! without, without me even asking oh he said it was good yeah so, wow uh, but i love a cream sauce yeah but you know I, so, I i will say i don't it doesn't it does have cream in it and it is a cream sauce so i'm gonna say that but it's not like it's not like chicken alfredo it's more like a, a pan sauce you have on a steak or something well yeah 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 and the lemon and the lemon brightens it yeah. up yes so and they say at least when the one I made says savory sweet. I thought it was more on the savory side than the sweet side. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, agree. Yeah, anyway, I enjoyed it. So, so it you, was. You'd cook it again. Did your parents like it? They Did loved they it? it. They loved it. They loved it. And um, my dad even said, "You didn't make these in the sous vide." And I went, "No." And he goes, "Oh, I can't believe I've never i I've never seen uh, dr- juicy pork." Not in the sous vide, and I was like, "Yeah," but I think I think the bone in was important. Yeah, I think so too. You should make it again with the bone with the bone in. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, All right. Well, I have chosen. It's between. I'm going to be honest with you, Adam. I'm going to let you choose between the two that I've chosen. Okay. Okay. Um, they're both weeknight meals. They're both kind of quickly come together pretty quickly. Um, one of them is a dinner tonight one called steak Caesar salad. Okay. 
Okay. And the other one is one pan chicken thighs with potatoes. And that one, let me go to that one, because I was looking at that one. And that one has, um, with fingerling potatoes, peas, and bacon. Chicken thighs with fingerling, peas, and bacon. Uh, let's do that one. Okay. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I may not be able to find fingerling potatoes, but I'll, I'll try. But I feel if you can't, that those little golf ball, tiny, any kind of tiny yeah. potato, I think, would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. That is the cooking set. You know, people have... Do you, what are your thoughts? Oh, by the way, there's been a request that I kind of agree with. Not on this episode. Maybe when we run out of recipes for this one, you, we'll keep it in the back pocket. But Sophie, the listener Sophie, Sofalofo... Taylor, you know you know about Taylor and the Blackberry Burger, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've you guys joke with him yeah. about that all the time. So Taylor was saying he found the recipe somewhere, uh huh, and he was talking about it. We were laughing, but she suggested that we do that on throwing down at some point. Sure, yeah. So I'll do that. Yeah, I'll, I don't mind. I will do that. Good, good, rec- good recommendation there, Sophie. Thank. Oh, by the way, I'm a librarian. Has put the recipe in the Discord. Thank you, I am a librarian. By the way, you know, I'm a librarian is our resident librarian. She does. This is what she does. Yeah. And she's very helpful. She's actually a huge Adam Burns fan, as you know, right? We recently got a listener join the Discord, gay law librarian. So now we have two librarians. Oh. One specializes in gay law. Um, I'm a librarian. So the gay law librarian is, they're both smart. What are you talking about? Why is I'm a librarian speaking um, hard? She said, "Gay librarian is the smart one." Who I knows? Know. Uh, I thought librarians were a dying breed, and you have two of them in your Discord server. Yeah, but uh, Griffin's not there. No, anyway. he doesn't like you, Joe. I know it really bothers me. Anyway, you know what? I shouldn't read too much into his voice because the one thing I will say, and give me this, Adam, please give me this. Is there people who think I'm attractive because I have an attractive voice, okay? But then they, they they don't see the mess that is this, you know? I have a face for radio. I will say this. Uh-oh. There are people that find voices attractive. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was, is a thing. That is, <laughs> that is the most vague thing I've ever heard. Anyway. No, I'm just saying you can there are, it is a thing that you can listen to a voice and think the person is attractive by yeah. the voice. Yeah. Somebody on the air told me once I had a face for radio. George said that once, right? Anyway. I feel like everybody that's ever been on the radio ever mm-hmm. says I have a face for radio. That's actually you know what, Adam, that made me feel good. Thank you for saying that. And you have been on the radio. I so, have. I have been yeah. on the radio, yeah. So all right, well, let's call it the cooking segment there. Thank you, I'm a librarian, for posting it in the Discord channel. She's a, and Humble Pie has pinned it at the top right there. Um, okay. So, uh, Adam Burns, any other stories from uh, your neck of the woods there? This is really quick. Yeah. But I just have to say this. Yeah. A coworker of mine invited me to lunch. He said, you know what? We haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. Uh, and he's an engineer on one of my, one of the products that I'm product manager for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he said, but we haven't seen each other in a long time. It's been a couple of years. Why don't we go have lunch? Yeah. You know, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm Does like, anybody oh, yeah, that, wear masks cool. in Arkansas? 
Well, not anymore. <gasps> no, but occasionally. Do you and Mark not, wear masks? No. Oh, okay. Not Go now. Ahead. All right. I mean, we're both vaccinated and, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. there are no rules and no yeah. one else is. So, mm-hmm. okay. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Let's have lunch. And so I, I had, I let him pick a restaurant. I mm-hmm. thought I'll pay for it because, um, I'm the senior of the two of us. And so I thought, I'll, you know, I'll pay. And, uh, we go to this, this restaurant and I sit down and I'm thinking we're going to have a nice conversation and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And he goes, well, I didn't tell you, but the reason I wanted to have lunch with you Uh-oh. is because I didn't want to have this conversation over our internal communication. He says, I just wanted to let you know that the engineering manager and the tech lead both talk about you all the time and say they don't like you. Oh, I thought this was going to a really hot. No, no, they they don't like you. Mm -hmm. And the tech lead is purposely throwing you under the bus in these meetings that you guys are going to because he's trying to get you not fire, but like just trying to thwart whatever you want Mm -hmm. and i was thinking we were going to have this lovely you know lunch and he's like oh this person doesn't like you this person doesn't like you they you know they're trying to sabotage your you know your plans they're all i was just like not pleasant at all and I and I mean, he probably thought he was being helpful to me, but none of that was helpful. Oh, really? I think that is. And I think he's been a bro. No, I mean, now I I don't need to know that someone doesn't like me. And no, I think now you it's should I can think be, about. No, but I think you should know that because if he's actively trying to undermine you and and throw you under the bus, you should know so you're prepared for that sort of aggression. I mean, I guess, but I told one of my other coworkers, and she said. She said, that's not, that's not something you should do. Tell people that someone doesn't like them no, or. I want you to know, I haven't worked in an office in over 20 years. So don't rely on me on office politics. And I'm not, look, I'm not one for office politics. I want to do a mm-hmm. good job at what I do mm-hmm. and be nice to people. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, you know, just at the end of the day, go home. And I don't, I don't try to, you know, there are people that try to be uh, say the right thing and, and have visibility and, mm-hmm. you know, all this shit, all this yeah. political shaking yeah. hands and kissing babies and all mm-hmm. that. I just want to do my job. What, what, do it who, well. Which of your coworkers are kissing babies? I mean, all of them. Okay, go ahead. And when you get to a certain level as well, management thinks that you want to keep moving up the chain and become a, director and a vp and all this kind of stuff and so they're always trying to groom you (laughs) oh this is the way you need to this is the way you need to talk in these meetings and Mm -hmm. this is the person that you need to make sure they're happy and oh i hate all that bullshit and then yeah i mean i'm i'm good at my job i i do a good job and you know well this guy doesn't think so yeah well griffin griffin at at, uh the the snake factory or where do you work again Spitball factory. The spitball factory. He doesn't think yeah. so. You know, it you know, I think I the reason I had my opinion was I actually you know, we have a producer here at Afterthought named Luke Stamen. Right? And I took him to dinner. I said, Listen, I haven't seen you in two years, I'm gonna take you to dinner. 
And I said, I got to tell you, I didn't want to do this on the Discord. I didn't want to do it. I just want to tell you, the host of the show you work on doesn't like you. And he said, you're the host. And I said, yes, I don't like you. And I'm and I'm trying to undermine you in everything okay. that you do. And he was like, and he actually did have a point. He goes, why did you bring me to dinner to tell me that? And I said, I just want you to know I don't like you. So that's that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's good to know, I mm-hmm. suppose. Not for yeah. me. I obsess about things. I think mm-hmm. the reason is it's better for me not to know things because I will obsess. That, that seems to be like a healthy approach to things. Yeah. That seems to be the best yeah. way to do it. It is. I I actually think that this guy was doing you a solid. I and and even okay. if he, and even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't, hear me out. Even if he wasn't, or you didn't think it was helpful, or it wasn't helpful to you, that's fair. It's your perspective. I think he his heart was in the right place. Oh, to one hundred percent. Yeah, he thought he was doing me a favor. Yeah, like there's no no question. Yeah. And he's on my side. He's yeah. been, you know, he's been the engineer on this with me for five, six years. So, you know, I got to tell you, I think what you have to do, I know you don't go on the Discord that often. You have to go to the Discord. There is a channel there called You Better Work. That is the kind of place you tell these stories. And there is a whole group of people who will, uh, be there to talk to you and hear your stories and and uh, you know. Well, okay, I'll look commiserate into it. with you. Is that well. some tier that I can't no, get? No, you can get it. Oh, okay. We've we've you know ever since the mistake, Adam, that happened. Yeah, we've completely redesigned the Discord channels so that that mistake won't happen again, but that you still get to go everywhere you want to go. Okay, so there's no channel except for two where you can't go. Except they're really exclusive ones where we talk about. Yeah, you can't them. go to the expensive tier and you can't go to the Disjo Batants, but every other channel you can go to. And, then, and by okay. the way, you have the same privileges that Taylor has, that Adam Salandra, Jay Ellis, uh, any, any other host has, except for Lori. Lori, we only keep her to like the food channels and porn decor lounge. And, uh, that's it. Okay. Adam, now I know we don't usually talk current events here or whatnot, but you said you didn't see this Will Smith slapping Chris Rock thing, right? I have not seen it. I heard that it happened. Mm-hmm. I heard that a joke was made about Jada's hair, hair, mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Apparently, she has alopecia yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And there was some question about whether he knew that she had that. Yeah. Or the person who wrote the joke knew, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, that that's what I've heard. And Will Smith slapped him yeah. really hard, apparently. So even though you haven't seen it, what is your opinion on that? Like, just what is your takeaway? <sighs> well, I I think I haven't heard the actual joke, mm-hmm. so I don't. I can't really speak about the joke, but if I, but the, ca- the category of joke, you know, where you're making fun of someone, if, if they knew that she had a disease or a disorder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think the joke should have been told, mm-hmm. especially when it's directed at a, a single person. Mm-hmm. It makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. A person is going to be there, you know, et cetera. So I think it was in poor taste. Mm-hmm. I do not 
think that it was appropriate for Will Smith to get up on stage and slap him either. Mm-hmm. And if uh, he wanted to press charges, I would be all for that because I don't think adults – If Chris Rock wanted to press – Yeah, if yeah. Chris Rock wanted to press charges, I think he absolutely should because I don't think adults should be hitting each other. Mm-hmm. You know? In any situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, much less a comedian on stage, you know, performing and mm-hmm. may may not have even written the joke. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So uh, so now nah, I, I think Will Smith was I think Will Smith was more in the wrong than Chris Rock was. But I do think the joke was in poor taste. That's what I think. What do you think your mom thinks? I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're they're both black, so <laughs> there wouldn't be any there wouldn't be any racism to it yeah. that she could sneak in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, just, I just wanted to get your take. You know, uh, my, I mean, what did you think about it? I was hor- I was literally horrified. I was hor- it, it bothered by me the, the joke next- or by what Will Smith did or both? by what what Will Smith did. I wasn't watching the Oscars, which is important because forget about the slap or anything like that. I was used to be the biggest Oscars nerd and fan it was my super bowl i loved it i would watch all the movies everything right and uh this year which by oddly there's only one movie of the of the the, of the big winners there's only one movie i didn't see and that was coda but um i'd seen the other movies actually oh i'll tell you this though uh-huh. coda a hundred times better than power of the dog oh i'm i haven't seen so it, much but, better but, you know wait, so much hold better. on hold on adam you know that Bronco Henry listened to the show, right? Well, he didn't. He didn't write the movie, you know, the screenplay or whatever. Okay, I just want you to know Bronco Henry listens. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, Adam, I, okay. Well, I, you're, it's your opinion. You're entitled. I haven't seen Coda. I don't know. It'd be kind of <laughs> hard to top so Power good. of the Dog. Wink, wink. All right. Anyway. So uh, anyway. Um, so I wasn't watching it. I had no interest, which is – that's very, very – that's not a good sign for the Oscars. If a big Oscars lover and nerd like me doesn't want to watch it, whatever. So this John Paul messages me around 7.30 p.m. my time, and he goes, you're not watching the Oscars, right? And I went, no. And he goes, you didn't see Will Smith slap Chris Rock? And my initial thought – it was a joke. I was like, oh, it's a joke. And then he sent me – uh, a foreign uh, feed of this lab because you know here in the U.S. they bleeped out, they like silenced the entire exchange, so uh-huh. I got to hear it and everything like that, and I was shook. I was shooketh, Adam, as the gays would say, and um, I was really upset about it yesterday, and I don't know why Will Smith apologized yesterday. I can't explain why, but. Yes, it was 100% written by a publicist. He probably really doesn't feel this way. But I felt a lot better once I saw the apology. I don't know why. And it has to do more. It's not because of Will Smith. It has nothing to do with Chris Rock. It's just, it's just, I just feel it's, I've been so upset just about how angry the world is. And you would think that the Oscars would be the one place where you could escape that. It's the movies. It's yeah. a stupid award show where celebrities are patting each other on the back. And it doesn't even escape the fucking Oscars. 
So yeah. it was very, very, very upsetting to me. And I think Will Smith should be punished. I don't know that I think he should lose the Best Actor award. I don't think that. I don't think she's stripped of it. But I don't know. But I don't know what the punishment is. I will say that's that's the difficult thing. I don't know what the punishment is. I don't know what it is. Uh, all right, Adam Burns. Well, we're gonna do. We're, we're only cutting a few minutes short here. But yeah, uh, you have some important meeting. Bronco Henry called it. I don't know why. Oh. He said we have to have this meeting. No, I don't know what I'm going to do. Also, because the meeting I'm going to is two and a half hours long. When the fuck am I going to eat dinner? Is it just you and and these other people? Or is it a, a group meeting with you and a bunch of other creators? It's a small group. It, it's a group meeting. Me and some creators meeting with the Spotify executives. Okay. I, don't I know didn't what, know if you wanted to say. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say what's in the meeting, but... Unless you listen to this Joe Batant at the exclusive tier. I can't. Huh? Isn't that the one that you you have to sell your soul to Satan or something to be a part of it? No, you've got to pay $20 a month. Huh. If that's if that's selling your soul to Satan, then maybe maybe you should be paying attention to this guy who says this guy's trying to... That one of your co-workers is trying to sabotage you. Yeah, maybe I should. I like that you're kind of like the little, like, the, the deer drinking out the water. And then one of the deer is like, Adam, there's a lion creeping in the in the grass behind you. Like, Why'd you tell me that? Why'd you tell me I'm here drinking water? I don't want to know that there's business. a lion creeping in the savannah. I was here having a good time drinking water here. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a lion creeping up on me. I told another one of the of the... I don't know if it's deer, by the way, they hunt. Who, what are the things they always eat? Is it deer? What is it? Deer. Elk? You know, I saw a video of an eagle snatching a goat off the side of a cliff, and the goat falls to his death. It was the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life. They eat deer, I think. 